Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, September the 25th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 12, verses 8 through 12. Luke 12, 8 through 12. I was talking recently to uh, a young woman, her early 20s, who happens to be the leader of a female gang. Uh, they do bad things, sinful things, not only illegal, but sinful things. They violate other people and property. And external appearances aside, in speaking with her, she's very articulate, has a native intelligence, uh, a person of what we would say leadership qualities, assertive, strong, and uh, unfortunately in all the wrong directions. And I asked her, I said, why are you doing this? Why, why are you involved? in this particular uh, activity. You have a lot of gifts that God has given you, and yet you are using them in this particular way. You've been arrested. You've been in juvie, uh, juvenile hall. You've been in those places. And um, what is your future? So why, why are you doing this? And she said to me, she said very simply, because I like it. Now, think about that for a moment. Because I like it. And I asked her, I said, have you ever thought of another way of living? And she said, yeah, but not really. I like what I'm doing. And so I plan on keeping on doing it. Well, Jesus says something in the gospel this morning in our reading that uh, is puzzling to many people. Jesus says, anyone who speaks against the Son of Man will be forgiven. And here's the important part. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. The sin that will not be forgiven. God forgives all sins. God is merciful. God is kind. God is understanding. All of these kinds of things we say all the time. And yet Jesus says, whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. What can that possibly mean? Well, keeping in mind our uh, leader of these gangbangers, it's when we close, we close our minds and our hearts to God. That's the sin that cannot be forgiven. Why? Because we don't want to. We don't want to be forgiven. And God has given us the gift of freedom. 
that we can use or misuse. And this young woman, she doesn't want a different way. And there's nothing at this point in her young life that is going to change that. Nothing, because she refuses to let anyone in. She refuses to let God in. She has said at this point in her young life, and we always hope and pray for conversion, for change, that something will happen to her before it's too late. But at this point, she cannot be forgiven because she's not sorry for the way she's living, the decisions she's made, the acts she's taken part in, the example she's given to others. At this point, it would be foolish. It would be a lie for her to say, I'm sorry. She's not sorry. There's no contrition. There's no uh, purpose of amendment to change her life. She's very content the way she is. And so that's, that's the sin against the Holy Spirit. God, I do not want you. I'm perfectly content the way I am. That's the sin that cannot be forgiven. Because if you're not sorry, what are you being forgiven for? The person who says, oh, I'm sorry. And then goes right back and does the very same thing without any, any effort to change, to amend their life, to turn their life over to Jesus. None of that's there. Well, why are they sorry? It's just words. It's empty words. It has no meaning. It's along the line of have a nice day. Something like that. So the Holy Spirit is the gift that dwells within us, the gift of God himself. The union of the Father and the Son precedes the Holy Spirit, the three persons in one God. But God will not force his way in. God will not kick down the door of our heart, will not pry open the cellar of our mind, and crash in. We have to be invited in. We have to invite God to come in. And then God will enter. Few of us break into some place or with someone who doesn't want to be with us. Most of us don't want that. If we're normal, we want to be invited. We want to be welcomed in. Same thing with God. And so that is the sin that cannot be forgiven because the person has no genuine contrition and no desire to change. And that's why when we go to confession, when we receive the sacrament of penance, it is true contrition with the firm amendment, with the help of God's grace, to change our life. If it's simply, I'm sorry, God, and then I go about 
nothing has changed, nothing's different. I'm doing the same old, same old, without any thought. Then you have to ask yourself, are you, are you really sorry? Is there really contrition there, or is this just words, empty words? Remember the essence of prayer. The essence of prayer, revealed by the Blessed Mother at the Annunciation and by Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mary says to Gabriel, Let it be as you say. Let it be as the word you are bringing me from God. Did she understand it completely? No. St. Luke tells us she was troubled. She, was, she didn't understand what these things meant. But she believed and trusted that the messenger of God, St. Gabriel, was bringing her the word of the Lord. And in faith and trust, she opened herself and surrendered to that word. Jesus in the garden says, Father, if it's possible, if it's your will, let this pass from me, but not my will be done, but thine be done. Jesus knew all that was going to take place in a few hours. And yet he surrendered his human will to the divine will. That's the essence of prayer, and it's very difficult. If you really mean it, Lord, your will be done and not mine. Our will is incredibly powerful, incredibly strong. We want to do it our way, not God's way. And that's, that is the great struggle that we have throughout the whole of our life. Not my will be done, but yours be done. And without that honest, truthful surrender to the will of God and telling God, stay out, no trespassing, there is no warrant that will let you in. The Lord will not come in. Not because God doesn't want to. It's because we don't want God. And the gift that God has given us of freedom can be misused to tell God, stay out. Don't come in. That is the sin of blasphemy against the Holy Spirit who changes minds and hearts. But it's a change that begins on the inside with my will. So today we pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Indwell in us, transform our whole being. We want you, we desire you to come in and change us and amend our life. It is our invitation to God that God joyfully and gleefully accepts. And so today, let's pray at some point this day for the conversion of sinners, that they will open their minds and hearts and receive the Holy Spirit. 
that they can indeed change. They can, with that openness, that grace from God, and not, not put a no trespassing sign before us in our relationship with Almighty God. God bless you.